0: Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers.
1: Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away.
0: Bing, bong. It's time for the sports mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Berzolini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon
2: and welcome into today's edition of The Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home proudly serving our area since 1880. Spencer Bowie, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, our intern Avery Newport running things on the TV 10 side today. A packed show today, 12:15 we'll be joined by George Gosk, the Spring Mills girls basketball coach. They are sectional champions for the first time ever. 12:30 will be joined by Jefferson girls head Coach Damon Smith, they are the Section 2 champions. At 12.45, we'll be joined by Dave Johnson, Wizards Radio Play-by-Play broadcaster. They start the second half tonight. Hopefully get uh, some of their trade deadline acquisitions in as well. Bring you guys on now. Uh, Pack show today. Uh, Good game last night, Colin, you had the call for.
3: Yeah, it was a fun one. First time ever in high school girls basketball program history that Spring Mills uh, won the sectional championship and they uh did so in dominating fashion winning 67 32 over hedgesville who has been struggling this year but offensively spring mills just all night long uh was able to light up the scoreboard had five players uh reach double figures in scoring i believe it was uh olivia bolduke Leading the way with 17 points. No, Edsel. Current Edsel it was with 17 points uh, for Spring Mills. And now they get to uh, host the regional. So it should be an entertaining one. They'll get to play against uh, Washington who was defeated by uh, Jefferson yesterday. So Jefferson will host Hedgesville and Spring Mills will host Washington.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and that was a close game in the first uh, first half or so. But then Jefferson really pulled away, made it a 15-point win, 58-43. Uh, the regional matchup's next Wednesday, as you mentioned. And that's uh, really
3: what happened in our game as well. Yeah. It was a close game in that uh, first quarter. What was it? Hedgesville went on like 15 7-0 11. run to start, right? I believe so, And then so, Spring yeah. Mills responded, and then it was 11-7. to 7, And then from there, it was like a... 25-0 run or something crazy like that for spring mills and they just took control from there
2: they definitely did and uh let's look back uh here we'll talk with a uh, coach of the jefferson girls cougars at twelve thirty. uh but they barely beat hedgesville in the second game they one handedly in the first game 57 28 but hedgesville came to play it was a 49 40 victory Back on January twenty first or thirty first, so that'll be some good stuff to talk about with head coach Damon Smith. Uh, But overall, I mean, these this region game, these two region games will be uh, very competitive because if you talk about that game, Hedgesville played against them, and you can say the improvement that Hedgesville has shown since the beginning, since that loss by nearly thirty points to now, I mean, that's that's a big improvement and it should be two great games uh, because looking back at Spring Mills, uh, I believe they beat Washington twice. Uh, let me just double-check here. Yeah, they beat Washington 43, 41-23 and 60-51. to So the first game was a very close one in that one. So these should be two great region games.
3: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Hedgesville will just really need to improve on being able to handle the press that was I think the biggest issue that the Eagles had last night was they were unable to figure out how to get out of the press had too many passes that were easily stolen that led to easy buckets the other way for spring mills and then for spring mills they're gonna need to capitalize on scoring even more of those easy chances because there were a lot of miss layups last night it was still a 35 point win but it could have been a lot more than that if spring mills uh especially in the second half wasn't as sloppy as they were i feel like
2: yeah definitely and then uh you know it's a big game tonight we'll break down hopefully later in the show when we have some time but wheeling park here at martinsburg for a five early 5 p.m tip so they can get back up to the northern panhandle nick just give me a little quick about one and a half one minute thing about this matchup today
4: well, Wheeling Park's a good team, uh, coming off of a 11-point loss to Morgantown. Uh, they are 13-8 and eight on the season, uh, have some good players uh, to look out for. Brett Phillips leads the team with about 17 points per game. He's also their quarterback, if you remember that name from way back when we were talking football and, and playoff potential matchups and stuff like that. Um, so he's a good athlete. Uh, he'll definitely provide a challenge. Um and it should be a competitive game. I think Martinsburg has to play much better than they did against broad but obviously they know this is a different level team than what they faced with broad Christian Academy. So um, it, it should be a good one. Uh, I, I expect it to be close, but also it's a good tune-up for both these teams before they get ready for their sectional tournaments.
2: Yeah, it definitely will be. in uh, with the break right now. Segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. That's Parsons at 1400 Shepherdstown Road. When we get back after this two-minute break, we'll be joined by Spring Mill's Lady Cardinals basketball head coach, George Gosk to talk about their big win and as they head on to Regions and hopefully to make another state run. That's next after this two-minute break.
4: And I feel hate to your arms
0: Let's go.
5: Drink some beers. Mountaineer Grill
2: and Pub. Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including trivia night Monday, karaoke Tuesday, steak night Wednesday and Sunday, Thursday night boneless wing night, and on Friday and Saturday nights there'll be a DJ and or karaoke. And remember, Monday through Friday happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Two dollar domestic bottles and two fifty domestic drafts. Let's go. Drink
5: some beers. Mountaineer.
1: Safety doesn't come from owning a handgun. It's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off of I-81 Exit 5 at Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on the six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Valley Guns 2 will conduct these classes on February 26 and March 12 at their Inwood location. Master the basics with Basic Handgun 1, taught by NRA-certified instructors. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or call 304-229-4411.
0: Do you love martial arts? Are you a little more Miyagi-Do than Cobra Kai? Dragon Warrior Kung Fu offers a well-rounded program designed to promote and encourage learning and growth in a family-friendly environment. Because Kung Fu is not just flashy fighting skills, it's a lifelong journey of self-discovery. Dragon Warrior Kung Fu, call us at 304-350-0646 and learn more today. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR, 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10.
2: Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix and some throwback hip-hop here as uh, we heard that yesterday on the uh, pregame warm-up music now we'll be joined by head coach for the spring mills lady cardinals the first time ever section champions lady cardinals how you doing today coach gosk
5: i'm doing great today. i was a little tired from coaching last night but i'm uh you know today's a good day
2: it definitely is for you guys and uh you've really uh had you know, kind of a whirlwind of a season. You began, you began the season with that, uh, four straight loss stretch or yeah, four straight loss stretch, got that win down there at the Hilton Head Island, uh, tournament and then, uh, had two losses, but then have really made the stretch run there since the beginning of January.
5: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, playing early in that, getting a win down there and then playing two tough teams, uh, I think it showed the girls that, you know, we were capable, even though our record might not reflect that, uh, you know, it showed that we were capable of uh, uh, getting some wins uh, back to our EPAC schedule. And, uh, you know, it's showing showing right now here in the playoffs.
4: And, Coach, you win that first ever sectional championship in program history. I guess, first of all, how does that feel? And then, uh, you know, you'll get ready now for regionals and have a – Good Washington team coming up.
5: Yeah, um, it's uh, it's pretty exciting for our program, to, you know, for that to be our first sectional championship, um, and, and you know, now we're going to play a regional game here at home. That's something we've never done before, so we're excited about that. Um, I say I, I've always told myself, and I told the team, you know, well, it's nice to get the sectional championship, but, uh, the, the main one you can win is that.
2: Hey, Coach, can you uh, move a little bit maybe to a stable, more uh, kind of breaking out there?
3: Yeah, can you hear me now?
2: Yeah, we got you now. Uh, Colin, you want to go now?
3: Sure. sure. Uh, first off, congratulations to uh, you and your team, uh, Coach Gosker for getting the sectional championship uh, win yesterday. It was fun calling that game. Five players uh, scoring in double figures. Can you just comment about uh, your team's depth this season?
5: Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's uh, up to anybody in our lineup. You know, each game, it could be somebody different. And, you know, when we get in foul trouble, uh, you know, I feel like we have a good, solid kids coming off our bench who are able to fill, you know, roles we need them to fill. And that, uh, you know, that kind of happened to us last night. We had Ella Hawkins get in foul trouble, and Maya Griffin came in, and, and she performed well off the bench. And, you know, those kind of things – uh, mean a lot when it, when you're trying to make a deep run here in sectionals, regionals, and then hopefully down in the state tournament.
2: And you guys will play Washington next Wednesday. We'll have that game here on TV 10. And uh, you played Washington pretty well. The first game was a closer game, but the uh, uh, second game you guys pulled away.
5: Yeah, I think uh, you know the first time we seen them, you know we uh, you know played them a certain way, and then the second time, obviously, we we made some adjustments. Um, and I think that, you know, those adjustments helped us obviously to to gain a bigger lead and pull away. Um, you know, Washington is a, is another team, you know, we've, we've had our focus on all year long and, you know, thinking we might see them again. So, um, you know, we're going to prepare for them. Um, we have never taken them for granted, so we'll be ready. We'll be ready to go for them next week.
4: And coaching that game last night, it was a pretty back and forth game early on, but then you go on that like 25 run I think in the second quarter uh, what do you think led to that success and do you think it was just maybe your team settling in
5: yeah I think you explained it well right there you know uh, you know basketball is a game of runs sometimes and um, you know they made they made a they made a nice run there in the first quarter um, and uh, you know I think we did finally just settle in and settle down and our defense our defensive pressure finally kicked in and we were we were able to uh you know finally run run away with it a little bit and and uh you know but for us sometimes <laughs> settling in you know it's going to be close starting out uh, and we hope we can settle in long enough to where you know we can kind of build a comfortable lead and we did last night
3: you guys got the uh by being the number 1 seed now you almost have another full week off before the regional championship how do you keep your team uh focused and ready to go come Wednesday night?
5: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, after the game, I told uh, told the team, you know, you got to relish tonight. You know, live in tonight, enjoy the moment. You know, tomorrow at school, enjoy it, you know, enjoy it with your friends. Um, but, you know, after, after school's over, we got to get back to work at practice and, you know, start preparing for that game against Washington. Um, you know, we'll have uh, today, tomorrow, Sunday, obviously, we'll be off and then you know, Monday and Tuesday will be you know good strong practices in preparation for that game.
2: And for you guys, uh, I know last night when you talked to Colin in the pregame interview, this season a lot of first, and then you know that first region championship or excuse me, section championship last night. And I know when we've talked before, you've talked about your team, your teams that you've had there and Spring Mills, just girls wise, they've made it to the state tournament, but it just seems like that first game is always a road bump. I know you don't like to look forward past the next game but when you get to states obviously it's going to be your you know it's obviously everybody's goal to continue what do you think you've learned in those losses the last few times you've been to states
5: yeah I think just for just for me the experience as a coach um, you know to be there three times and to play the number one seed each time um, you know you know starting out there's obviously an intimidation factor um, you know, but by the by the third time we were there, we played Parkersburg, and you know, we at halftime of that game it was 27-21. So, you know, we were kind of in it, and you know, we felt good about it at halftime. And you know, the second half, Parkersburg showed their true colors and and stomped on us pretty good. But I, I think taken away from those experiences as a coach, um, you know, if you ever play a one seed, you can you can be in that game. You know. Um, you just have to have, make sure your team is, is not nervous and they're prepared. And, and as a coach, you know, uh, you're, you show you're not nervous and you're confident. I think your team follows that. Um, and moving forward, you know, if we, if we get down there and we have to play, you know, uh, one seat again, you know, we'll be ready. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, I think the States is, uh, is up for grabs this year. Um, you know, I, I don't think there's been some dominant teams stick out, but, you know, I think, uh. I think it's it's up for grabs. I think it's anybody's game this year.
4: And, Coach, one thing that's obviously been impressive about your team is you're pretty young as, as a uh, team. Um, so I guess knowing that and knowing that the future is still bright but you're already having success, and in a way the future is now as well, um, what do you think that says about your team and, and how quickly you've been able to have success with this group of players?
5: Yeah, I think uh, you know putting them through a tough schedule early on this year um, made them cro- grow up kind of fast, and uh, I think that's that's honestly helped propel our success here later on in the season, is because we we've, we've been in those tough games, you know we've been in a couple of those blowout games, and we've been in a couple of those close games that were really tight and overtime games, and and I think just playing those games and being in those experience have helped us grow up and uh, you know be more mature. Um, and kind of where we're at now and you know I'm looking forward to the next three years with these young kids Um, you know hopefully by the time we're seniors you know we're one of the best top teams in the state
3: another another team coach that uh, is led by youth is this Washington Patriot team that you guys will see on Wednesday they're led uh, by a freshman in Mary Rivera can you just comment about what you've seen from her playing wise the two times you guys have met uh, this season
5: yeah, um, you know, that, that young lady is a competitor. Um, you know, uh, every time she steps on the floor, every you know, film I've watched, you know, she's going to bring her a game. Um, an effort in girls basketball is a huge thing, and, and she has plenty of that. So, you know, uh, when we go f- to face Washington, she'll be, you know, she'll, she'll be one of the main focuses we have to pay attention to in order to be successful in that game.
2: All right, Coach, final question here. And uh, last night after the game, you guys able to cut down the nets for the first sectional championship. And, uh, you know, what was it like being able to host that game and then cut down the, the nets at the end of the night?
5: Yeah, it's pretty special. You know, I've been doing this seven years here at Spring Mills, um, but I've been coaching basketball for a long time. Um, you know, to be able to do that on your home gym – uh, you know it, it means something to me to my family you know to our program of all the hard work we've put in over those years and and finally now it's starting to pay dividends for us and and we're we're excited about what the future holds for this program
2: all right coach thanks for joining us and we'll definitely talk to you next week.
5: Hey, thank you guys. Appreciate you all coming out to the games and have a great day.
2: You too as well. That was head coach for the Spring Mills Lady Cardinals, head coach George Gosk. Spring Mills Cardinals headed to hosting a regional game next week against Washington. And uh, it's obviously a uh, good time to be a Lady Cardinal. Coach Gosk has them headed in the right direction as he has for the past four or, you know, seven years really. And he's got a young nucleus of of student-athletes.
3: And we're going to have that game
2: Yeah, last on Wednesday. The last girls' basketball game for the season on, the talk-rated WRNR and TV 10, because when it, you hit states, we don't have any ability to do so.
3: Yeah, unfortunately, the SSAC has contracts with uh, another broadcast group, so we can't bring you states. But we'll have that regional game, 6.30 p.m., Pre game show, 7 p.m. tip on Wednesday. I'm looking forward to it. Haven't got to see that matchup yet, but the times that we saw both Washington and Spring Mills this year, it should be a competitive one, and I'm calling on Spring Mills to have a better crowd. The girls deserve it. They, as we've heard from Gosk, we've talked about it as well, have had a lot of firsts this year. and Spring Mills High needs to step up as a student body make sure that place is packed. I want the Cardinal Coliseum on Wednesday to be bouncing.
2: All right, you heard it here first. Colin McLaughlin, I want the Cardinal Coliseum to be bouncing next Wednesday. Uh, Well, that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix. When we come back, we'll be joined by head coach for the Jefferson. Girls basketball team, Damon Smith, segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, it's family-owned and operated and located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. We'll be back in two minutes.
0: My name's Corey, and I'm here at Orsini's in beautiful Martinsburg, West Virginia. We no longer specialize in only appliances. We have kitchen design, countertops, cabinets, flooring, and even a new 1,200-square-foot sleep studio with brands such as Stearns and Foster, Sealy, and Tempur-Pedic. 304-267-7251, 360 Heck Wilson Way in Martinsburg. We price match the big box stores, and we give back to our local community. Orsini's.com.
1: WVU Medicine is now offering a new robotic assisted platform for minimally invasive biopsy in the lung. The ION system by Intuitive allows pulmonologists to diagnose lung cancers earlier and less invasively than ever before. With the ION system, tissue samples can be obtained from hard to reach areas of the lung, resulting in earlier diagnosis of smaller nodules and better outcomes for patients. WVU Medicine, the future of surgery is here.
0: Are you looking for a full-service web design company right here in the eastern panhandle? Then look no further than ProDesign, LLC, specializing in web design and development, web hosting, and application development. ProDesign is a locally owned company serving local clients since 1997 with a reputation of quality, creativity, and personal touch. Let ProDesign build or redesign your dream website. Find them online at professionaldesign.com or phone 304-676-9940.
2: Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740 on TV 10, streaming live on the TV 10 Facebook page. Spencer DePuy, Nick Virgilini, Colin McLaughlin, our intern, Avery Newport, running things on the TV 10 side. We're now joined by head coach for the Jefferson Girls Basketball Team Section 2 winners here in Region 2, Damon Smith. How are you doing today, Coach Smith?
6: I'm doing all right. How about yourself?
2: We're doing great. Uh, you guys got a big win last night, able to uh, really pull away towards the end of that game.
6: Yeah, we well, we knew that game was going to be tight. Um, it's hard beating a, a, a team like that three times, so we, we had a feeling that that game was going to be tight. I'm glad my girls uh, stuck together and uh, ended up pulling away.
4: Coach, your team got off to a slow start this season, but uh since then have played really well. How do you think that early tough schedule prepared you for uh conference play and, and now winning the section championship?
6: Um, I think it helped out a lot. I think it um like we with new kids, uh we weren't uh we weren't together as a team. And we was trying to find ourselves at the beginning of the beginning of the year and just playing uh tough teams like Cabell Midland and, and Morgantown. Um and, and transition to being a good uh, a, a team was was real tough. But after that, after those couple of games, after those couple of games, and plus uh, James Wood at the beginning, so we went 0 and 3. So after that third game, that third loss, we uh, we had to sit down and and actually have a talk about how are we are going to do things and what are we are going to do and and how we going to come together as a team. And I think it I think it helped out a lot.
3: Another opportunity on the table for uh, your program to make it back to the uh, state tournament, like you guys did uh, last year. How do you get your girls focused to make sure that you can get back to back, and if making it the states, uh, improve overall wise, getting farther than you guys did last year.
6: Well, to, to just to make it, we we can't go in thinking that we're automatically going to win the game. Um so we already talked about that. We talked about that before the Washington game. Um so we talked about it at the end of the game last night. We we just said, look, we can we can't act like we're just going to step on the court and they're automatically going to give us the game. So we got to come out, we got to come out and do what uh, what we've been doing all year and uh and and stick stick together as a team, and and everything will be fine after that if we do that. As far as trying to get further, trying to get further, um, I think we're we're a little bit more experienced because some of the girls that played uh, in that game last year are are back. Um, I know Justice Lee didn't, but um, I, I don't think I'm too worried about her. <laughs> she's she's just she's ready for everything. But um, some of the other uh, young ladies like. Uh, Olivia Hedricks, um, Jasmine Taylor, uh, Mackenzie Brezovic—they all played in that game um, last year down in state. So I think they they know what to expect a little bit.
2: And looking at your record overall this year, fifteen and five, you guys are able to capitalize in in a lot of games this season with wins of ten or less points. How do you think that that has helped your team propel to be able to? Uh, Get to this point, win the section at home, and we'll host a region game. Because definitely, you know, you got a lot of you know wins under ten points. That's got to help you going down the stretch of the season.
6: Oh, it definitely does. It 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 just shows uh, how much fight and how much grit we we uh, continue to have, um, and how much we stay together. Um, Because of some some of them games, we were already ahead. We was ahead about a few points, and we've let teams come back uh and then we, we just like pull it out at the at the end. So that just shows how much this team has uh has stuck together with each other and 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 decided to get the job done at the at the end of the games.
4: Coach you mentioned how nothing is guaranteed uh heading into this matchup against Hedgesville, a team that uh record wide is, is pretty much the exact opposite of you guys, but uh you only beat by nine last time. So what kind of stands out to you about Hedgesville and what uh are you looking forward to about that matchup
6: um hedgesville plays a very good defense so we and they play hard and i told the coach last last game well the last time we played it their head coach wasn't there i think he was he was out for, for something i'm not sure but and i told the assistant i said they played hard and they played they it was it was a whole lot different feel last time so we gotta, we gotta come out and expect them to play the the exact same way. They're gonna come out and play us tough. Um, I've told my girls all year. Everybody's looking since we was undefeated last year. Everybody's looking to knock us off. So we can't go into any game thinking that it's just gonna be a, a, a walk in the park, and definitely can't think that next week is gonna be a walk in the park because I know that Hedgesville is gonna bring everything to the table, so we gotta we gotta match their intensity.
3: What have uh you liked from uh, your team so far this year comparatively wise to uh, teams in the past that you've had?
6: Um this year I think we play with a little bit uh a little bit more intensity as far as defensively. I know last year we were we were a good defensive team but I don't think we pressured the ball the way that I would I would have liked to liked us to like we do now. Um, also, I think we uh, we share the ball a little bit more with this team and uh, our depth. Like I still have girls on the bench that I probably haven't even I didn't even, haven't even played all that much that that could easily go in on other teams and and get uh, quality playing time. So. Our depth on this team is probably the difference maker um, compared to uh, other teams.
3: All right, next question. Uh, Your team having a lot of success one game away from uh, making it to the state tournament. Also, on the other side, boys basketball-wise, Jefferson's boys basketball team undefeated right now with one game left in the regular season season today what's been the uh, talk around shenandoah Junction about uh the hype around both basketball teams
6: well actually we we kind of we kind of um said it at the beginning of the school year that that football was gonna set the tone i mean I know they didn't win the state i know they didn't win state uh tournament uh championship but they actually set the tone and we talked about that that was what that was what was the talk and we talked to coach hunter and and other coaches like you have to set the tone, and they and I think they did. They they brought a little bit of energy to to the school, and then the other sports also. They the, the other sports came out and and did with and went to their state tournaments and stuff. And wrestling was going to state tournaments, and I mean, the 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 atmosphere around the school was a whole lot different than what it, what it has been since I've been there. And I'm I'm loving it. The school spirit, it, school spirit is, is is very good right now at Jefferson, and I'm loving every minute of it. Just walking through the halls and the, uh, everybody's excited about the best, both basketball teams. Seeing all the people at at our games now compared to my first four years is is amazing, and I'm loving every minute of it.
2: And, Coach, you talk about your first four years here. The first year was a little struggle, 8-11, and 11, uh, but now three back-to-back-to-back, 15 win-plus seasons. How does that make you feel as a head coach that you're kind of able to turn the program around?
6: Um, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it, yeah. The first, the first couple years, uh, yeah, it was tough. Just trying to get the, the girls to, first of all, trust me and, and trust what I was what I was trying to do what I'm trying to do with the program, and I mean, it, it, and now having that trust, especially with the girls in the past, where the ones that I've coached since middle school that we talked about last year, and and now with these girls that I have now, is it, it, everybody's trusting me. I mean, the administration is trusting me, um, so I'm loving that.
2: And, Coach, obviously it takes a little while to build a program, but, you know, you just mentioned it a little bit. How is, like, do you think that both programs, and, you know, we mentioned it a few uh, questions ago, about basketball-wise both programs are headed in the right direction, having great performances these last few seasons. Do you think that that's going to be kind of the standard at Jefferson for years to come?
6: I hope so. I hope so. I know, I know uh, uh, that's my standard. This is my standard i i I said it I've said it to people I uh get used to us, get used to us going down to the state tournament because that's the standard. The standard is us is getting down there, but of course we want to win I definitely want to win one, but I want to be one of the best programs in the uh in the state every every year so this is this is my standard we gotta we gotta be one of the top we gotta be the top team in the, uh in the area and one of the top teams in in the state every year
4: could you mentioned uh justice lee earlier and uh what she's brought to the team who have been kind of the main standouts for you guys and I guess uh who's really stepped up as a leader for you after last season's success to try to continue that success into this year
6: well our leader was was heaven Murray and she still is our team leader, but she, um, a couple weeks ago, she ended up tearing her ACL MCL and meniscus. So now she's out for the rest of the season. Um, she was our team leader and she, she held, she held the team together. Um, but now since she's not on the court, I mean, she's still our team leader. She still is, but on the court, it has to be justice and I think everybody's looking at her, also looking at McKenzie Brezovic. They're looking at these two like lead them, and I'm I'm looking at both of them like lead them. They know they have to take the reins because Heaven's not on the court anymore, so they know they have to take the reins and just lead this team to uh, where we need to go.
2: All right, Coach, thanks for joining us. Best of luck next week, and hopefully we're talking to you next Thursday.
6: I hope so. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Alright, thanks for joining us as a head coach for the Jefferson Cougars girls basketball team. Another 15 win season for them that is, as I mentioned, three back-to-back-to-back to back to back in the fourth season for head coach Damon Smith. He's obviously got the team headed in the right direction.
3: Yeah, and uh, hope that they do well and hope that any team that uh, from this area does well when they make it to the States. This area is uh, hopefully in every sport the one that's going to be your elite uh, team sport-wise.
4: Yeah, I think overall it's been nice to see Jefferson and some of these other programs now start to emerge as a, a real contender because for a long time, I mean, Martinsburg has been running boys and girls basketball in the EPAC, and obviously they still run football, but it's good to have competition in this area, and that is increasing. I think the talent is growing and jefferson's one of those schools spring mills is one of those schools that's getting better and it's nice to see i think overall for the area to have more competition to have more good players more good teams because it brings more attention to the eastern panhandle as a whole so um, you got to now look at it as a really good conference in the mountain state if not one of the better conferences in really all sports
3: yeah, you already got Martinsburg winning states in football this year. Jefferson Musselman got the volleyball one this yeah. year.
2: Jefferson football looked good this last year, as you know, Coach Smith. Uh, mentioned. Why
3: not get a couple more state championships around yeah.
2: here? I mean, bring the Eastern Pan- Panhandle to relevancy across the state because we know people like hating on the uh, the quality of teams besides one or two here. Why don't you bring it all up? And that's what's looking kind of what's happening here of late. But that does it for this segment of Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you if you don't like it. They'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, two-minute break, we'll be joined by Wizards radio play-by-play voice. Dave Johnson, Wizards, back in action tonight for the first time since before the All-Star break. Hopefully, uh, they're going to get some of their key trade acquisitions on the court tonight, but we'll talk with head head coach. Too many head coaches on the show today. We'll talk with radio play-by-play voice Dave Johnson about that next after this
1: two-minute break.
3: Ollie's VIP Northside is the best local spot to catch all of your favorite high school, college, and pro sports, or to hang out with friends. Ollie's has a great beer and cocktail menu, along with a food menu that will blow you away. Ollie's offers multiple TVs to watch the game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio with cornhole and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game.
0: See that Honda badge? It reveals more than the Ridgeline's make. It's a testament to endurance and Honda ingenuity. So when the terrain ahead is full of challenges, grace yourself. The Honda Ridgeline is about to amaze you. Rise to the challenge with the rugged performance of the Honda Ridgeline.
2: CMA's Honda of Winchester,
0: 3985 Valley Pike. CMA, moving lives forward.
2: Welcome back to this segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by the Marys Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. You can stop by their offices located at 1270 Winchester Avenue right here in Martinsburg. We're now joined on the phone by the Wizards play-by-play voice, Dave Johnson and Wizards back in action tonight for the first time since before the All-Star break. How you doing, Dave? You know,
7: i doing well because uh, we are back in action tonight and, and you know, this this is a fun group of guys, and and uh, you know we actually have won three of the last five games. And when I say fun. We've, we our last three draft picks uh, are playing so well. Uh, Kyle Kuzma is probably playing the best of his NBA career. It's only his fifth year, so it's you, you feed off the energy of a a young group of guys that uh, are just trying to make it
4: happen. So, Dave, uh, a guy that may make his uh, debut. With the team is uh, Christos Porzingis today, and uh, I know he's a young guy that the Wizards traded for. What is the excitement about around him?
7: Well, I mean, uh, when, when Porzingis gets on the court, there's a lot of excitement because he was a uh, – uh, we know his special skill when he's on the court, and, and he was a lottery pick. He was drafted you know, fourth overall uh, by the New York Knicks back in 2015, and you, you mentioned there's another young guy. Uh, he's only 26 years old. So uh, he's a special uh, talent in that he's seven uh, foot three inches. Uh, he can shoot a three pointer. He can go inside. He, he's part of this NBA that exists today where you have uh, a big guys that can do so many, so many different things and he certainly uh, can do more than most. So he was having a very good year, uh, with the Dallas Mavericks. Um his injury that he has right now and, and again I'm not totally sure if we're gonna see him tonight, but he had a bone bruise with his knee, um is not serious. So you know it's with you know the gentleman has Tommy Shepherd is just looking ahead the next season when you get Bradley Beal back and a, a Christoph Sprzingis and they're they're interacting at a two man game. Uh you know that, that's an exciting prospect. But uh We've seen him firsthand, how When when he is at his best, he's he's a difficult matchup. How do you match up against a seven foot three inch guy that can uh, can drive, can can shoot a three pointer, can go all over the place? It's like a uh, back in the day when we used to have to deal with a, a Dirk Nowitzki. And by the way, he was coached most recently by Dirk Nowitzki in Dallas.
3: Dave, Colin McLaughlin here. Preseason wise, it was really a Wizards being looked at, being a middle-of-the-pack team, which is what they're at. But when they started off the season about 20 games or so, they were really hot and looked like to be one of the uh, better teams in the East and then kind of fell off. So after the All-Star break, is the team happy with where they're at because they're at what they expected? Or are people really frustrated because they know that they could have done better?
7: Well, I think they're they're not so much looking at where they at as, as the group that they they now have, and that's not to to rewrite history. It's it's real that start they had, and, and it surprised everybody. Look, uh, when you put that many new faces uh, on a team, I think it was something like you know eight new players, and you have a new head coach. Yeah, that was the last thing. And in fact, we talked about it, and, and it was expected that there would be actually probably a slow start because guys had to get used to playing with one another, et cetera, so it really kind of caught everyone off guard, um, in a positive way. Needless to say, um, this team reached midpoint of the season, and suddenly it, it, had, it had done a U-turn and, and was under, underachieving, underperforming, and it was it was clear something just wasn't right with, with the chemistry, and that's why moves were made and, and they're difficult with decisions. And it's not to indict the players that that. Uh, were, were traded away, as Tommy Shepard says, they weren't really here that long. Uh, to whether to have a positive or negative reaction overall, because it was a, a short sample size. But it, it was clear that that the team as constructed wasn't wasn't blending, and that's a case where sometimes you can get too many players, um, and on a paper just it just it looks good, but then it just doesn't fit when it gets it gets on the court and. You know The fact that they had to make trades shouldn't come as a shock because they they had to make so many moves in the offseason. That was one thing we said in the offseason with, with all these players. We went from having no options to suddenly it almost felt like too many options um, but at least there were options and, and they were able to make a trade at the uh, trade deadline. One of the players, Montrose Hill, a tremendous energy guy, a six-man-of-the-year guy, but he was also a guy on an expiring contract. So, to be frank, he probably wasn't going to be a part of our long-term plans anyway just because we wouldn't have been able to uh, to resign him. So uh, this gets back to what I was talking about. This is a young team. So uh, they're, not, they're not happy that at this point they're a game and a half out of, out of a playoff uh, position. But it, it's not a, as evidenced by they've won three of the last five games, as evidenced by beating Brooklyn on the road. Uh, it's not a, a group that's frustrated with itself, it's a group that is predominantly now young players that are believing, all right, this is, this is my chance, uh, my turn to, to show what I can, I can do. And that includes guys that just came back in January and a Rui Hachimura, who was our 2019 draft pick, Thomas Bryant, uh, who has been a starting center for us who missed the whole season. So um, that's, that's what these next 24 games are going to be all about. You know, whether it leads to the playoffs doesn't, it's going to be a difficult challenge when you're missing a Bradley Beal because of that wrist injury. But you want to to start to see uh, the improvement of these players. Uh, and this is, this is how you do take a step forward in the NBA. And I'll give you an example of like a Memphis or other teams that have developed, when they develop their players. Uh, young players they take a step to the next level unless you get a LeBron James in your lap there's no quick fixes in the NBA
2: and uh, kind of along the lines of the piece that you wrote yesterday that was on WTOP.com Wizards rebooting not rebuilding and uh, that's obviously the analysis You know, some people thought oh they're rebuilding waiting for next year for Bradley Beal back to come back but that's not the case they're still in contention for that play in tournament
5: yeah,
7: and also, uh, again, you, you know, it, 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 when, when we're not actually living it, it's kind of easy to say, well, you know, uh, probably not going to do much in the, in, the, in the playoffs because you don't have your best players, and maybe take it easy. But you can't uh, – just think of your own workplace. If you if you told, you know, your employees, well, just take it easy for a couple months, you know, all of a sudden bad habits would develop, which you're trying to develop, whether it's your your workplace, uh, your, your great sponsor coming back in for the break. The the prize folks, uh, you know, they're not going to take time off, even though it, they might seem like they have a break. So you want to create the the proper culture. I know that's an overused word, but there really is something to that. You want, and there really is something to learning from losing, even in in playoff situations, because it is a different level of basketball. You don't. You know, you don't construct a team to be perennial losers in the playoffs, but you're constructing a team um, that's going to that's gonna build on something. So that's why I use that term, and that was not uh, anybody feeding that to me. It was just the way I looked at the situation. It's it's they're not trying to rebuild the whole house, but they are trying to, to reboot. And so uh, it was almost like a, a cleaning up saying, all right, going forward, we're going to obviously Bradley Beal's going to be part of our plans. Kyle Kuznick is going to be part of our plans. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie at a a point guard with this mix of players uh, didn't work. And, again, that's nothing against him. But, you know, we were talking first couple months of the season how it was curious how when when Bradley Beal didn't play, uh, whether COVID was reason or a a minor injury, and Spencer Dinwiddie had a good game. uh, But then when Bradley was back, Spencer didn't. It just, again, things on paper, and this is why we have fun with it on talk shows and we make trades and and we – think we've got it all figured out, but until you actually get guys in a room uh, and, and, and on a court together, that's when you find out what works. And I think they're starting to find out um, that the last three draft picks, you look at what they're doing and how they're doing it, a Rui Hashimura, a Denny Abdia and now a Corey Kispert. Um, that's also when you have consistent success in the draft. Sometimes when you have one big player in the draft, it makes a difference. But more often than not, it's because you you've started to collect young players that are advancing into the nba talent and that's that's what the wizards believe they're, they're doing right now all
4: right dave last question here we only have about two minutes left uh, obviously san antonio tonight they are a team that's going into a rebuild it looks like uh so what do the wizards need to do to get this win and, and try to move into the playoffs
7: well it, it just starts with with uh they can, this team can score this team has shown that when it when it uh, it plays the right way in terms of moving the ball uh, it, it has the options so it's it's about uh, playing defense uh, on a consistent basis and as Corey Kissford said to me you know when before the break you know we've we've set the bar high we've proven we can do it I mean this has had quality wins no joke wins it wins against the Philadelphia 76ers twice or, or the Brooklyn Nets most recently, and I don't, you know, it doesn't matter that Kevin Durant's missing, the Brooklyn Nets are, you know, is as is, is deep as you're going to find. So, um, if this team uh, plays four quarters of, of defense, uh, or, or at least most of the game-consistent defense, it's not going to be perfect. Um, it, it can win. It can beat the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, it can beat anybody. When it gets into trouble um, it, is when it's the old expression, bad defense then leads to bad offense, and that's that's when they've had problems in games.
2: All right, Dave. Tonight, seven p.m. game time, six forty-five pregame. We'll be joining after the Martinsburg basketball game. Thanks for coming on, and uh, good luck on the call tonight. Well,
7: I appreciate and uh, good luck to Martinsburg. It's a it's a it's an honor to come after the Martinsburg basketball game. So I uh, appreciate that, and again, uh, appreciate everybody's support.
2: All right, Dave. Good luck. Thanks for coming on, Dave Johnson, our guest, Wizards play-by-play broadcaster. As we are ready to wrap things up here today on this edition of the Sports Mix and. uh Obviously, Wizards close to that play-in tournament. So,
4: Point I wanted to make, but we didn't have time. I wanted to talk about Tommy Shepard and how well he's done with the trades, but can he do something in the free agency to get this team excited would be nice to see because I think they do have some good young pieces, like he said.
2: There you go. That does it for today's edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to Spring Mills girls basketball coach George Gosk and Jefferson girls basketball coach Damon Smith along with Wizards play-by-play voice Dave Johnson for coming on today we'll be back on the air at 4 30 for the Johnny's Express tip-off show Martinsburg taking on Wheeling Park for a 5 p.m. tip that's a 5 p.m. tip on talk radio WRNR and TV 10 and uh, we'll be back to, on Monday for the Sports Mix at 12.08 p.m. That does it for this edition of the Sports Mix for our intern Avery Newport run things on the TV 10 side. Colin McLaughlin, Nick Versolini. I'm Spencer Bruce saying so long. And again, remember, a 4.30 pregame, 5 p.m. tip for Martinsburg versus
1: Wheeling Park.